Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, who I could not do the show without, who apparently has a great voice, Sharifa said, uh, Adam Zalouf. He does have a great voice. Today's guest, uh, as many of you know, I say it all the time, I love people who do different things. They just don't do one area of work, and I give anybody credit for doing whatever they do. But the young lady who's a guest today is is unbelievable. She hosts several podcasts, uh, face-to-face, roundtable show, which I was fortunate enough to be on, Winner's Journey, Ask Sharifa. She is also an author of two books, which I did not know, Signs You Might Be an Entrepreneur and Everything You Need to Know About Social Media Marketing. She's a businesswoman. She is also going to be running for state senate uh, for that seat in 2024. Um, I just think the world of her, like I said, I really, my dad always used to say, never put all your eggs in one basket. And our guest today does not do that. And I respect the hell out of that. Sharifa Hardy, thank you so much for being on the show. You are so welcome. What an introduction. I love it. I appreciate it. Well, Hey, you're doing it. I'm just reading what you do. I'm, <laughs> I'm just reading what you do. And, well, and, and since we, since we mentioned that, I remember in 2007, Sharif, I was at a friend's house and um, I just picked up a Sports Illustrated and they had the issue of where are they now? And they had uh, a segment of Greg Norman, who's my favorite golfer and favorite businessman. Right. And I always wear his clothing, you know, his clothing out, uh, uh, you know, with the shark logo. So in the article, it said that he was a golf uh, golf course designer. Uh, he had a wine, beef. Um, he had like 17 different things going on under the umbrella of Great White Shark Enterprises, which has now changed to the Greg Norman Company. And I said to myself that day, you know, my dad used to say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I said, you know what? I can do multiple things. Now, you do a ton of things. What was the start of that? Uh, what was the birth? So, you know what? I can be a writer. I can be a podcast host. I can be a businesswoman. I can run for politics. Well, the funny part of it for me is that when I started all of this, the only thing I wanted to be was a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I wanted to be there when my kids took their first step, when they had they took their first said their first words. It wasn't about you know being successful or the money or the career. It's just I wanted to be at home. So in 2021, a lot of people are experiencing this virtual world or working remotely for the first time. And they're like, oh, my God, this is addicting because it's a different environment. It's a different world. But I just wanted to be at home. What happened was I wound up getting laid off eight times. And that's how I learned not to put all my eggs in one basket. That's the hard lesson that I learned but from just having one job. And so after that, I was like, you know what, I can't keep having my income change just because I lost this job or lost that job. And so I just wanted to stabilize everything. Yeah, that'll, that'll make you do it for sure. Now, uh, let's start at the beginning, kind of. Uh, tell us about the 17-year-old Sharifa. Where did you grow up? 
Uh, what was your family like, uh, family life like, and, and what were your goals back then? Interesting that you picked that age, 17, because two things were happening during that time frame. Number one, at 17, I got pregnant with my daughter, wound up being a teenage mom at 18. But I was also in a business magnet high school. And now some of my friends to this day, they're CEOs and presidents of the company, of companies because we didn't understand that at 17 and in high school, we were learning things that the average student wasn't. Our school was focused on business. So we were taking economics classes and statistics classes, you know, way back when we were 14, 15 years old. And we didn't realize it until much later that everyone else didn't have the same information and the same knowledge. And it's still things that I refer to today that I learned back then. Now, tell us where, what uh, part of the country you were raised in. Oh, that's, I always say I'm a simple country girl because I was born in Washington, D.C., and I left there when I was two, and then I moved to Columbus, Ohio. So I've been in California since 85, but just my heart, just growing up, you know, I'm still that Columbus girl, and that's most of the things that I live by are from those those roots. I didn't know that. I, I just took for granted that you were in uh, California all that time. Now, in Columbus, uh, one of my favorite, favorite people who has had – big impact in my life. Buster Douglas is from Columbus, Ohio. I'm sure that rings a bell, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, good, good. Now, uh, at, as you were growing up and obviously, like you said, you had a daughter, um, what was your mindset about work? What were your goals? What were some of the things that, uh, you felt you wanted to do? It was interesting because I never really thought too much about work until much later in my life. Work was just something I always did. I've been working for my dad's plumbing company since I was about 11 years old. Um, 16 years old, I was the office manager for the irrigation company that did all the irrigation when they built the 105 freeway here in Los Angeles. My first job out of high school was working for TWA, Trans World Airlines. So I was always working. And then it seemed to about 2000 and eight when when jobs just kind of dried up but i mm -hmm. always went from one job to another and it affected me but what i realized is that i took so many different skills from all of these different companies that i worked for and i was a dot-com baby i built companies like perks.com and almostgolf.com and i was one of the wow. people who built the website for cheaptickets.com so i was always Good focused in this dot-com industry and, and that's where i wound up See, I didn't know that about that. Good, good. For, see, I can't. I, I'm useless when it comes to that stuff. Now, Adam, our producer, <laughs> is you know he's a whiz at those things. That's why he's our producer, and, I, and I'm not. Now, um, again, growing up, I, I mentioned numerous times. I just mentioned Buster Douglas. I can go on and on with people that had impact in my life, and and besides my my wonderful parents who I mentioned on your show. Again, I was a honor to be on your show. Um, but who were some of the role models? that uh, had impact in your life and maybe even role models now as well, not just when you were a kid? My parents, just like you said, it's just my parents. And I'm just honored and blessed and so grateful to still have my parents here today. I was just remarking the other day because people always ask me to say, Sharifa, you know, how do you continue to get back up? How do you continue to go? What is it in you? And I'm like, between one of my parents, no matter what I went through, from eight layoffs to two divorces, my parents said, Sharifa, you have to get up. You have to get back out there and keep moving and keep going. So I never had that luxury 
um, quote unquote luxury of just being able to say, okay, well, I lost this job or, you know, that marriage didn't work out. So let me just sit here and feel sorry for myself. And then my parents are complete opposites. My mom, you know, has been at jobs for 20 plus years, whereas my dad has always been an entrepreneur. All my life, I've never seen him work for anybody else. He's always owned his own plumbing HVAC service company. And so I learned from both of them. And it's very interesting. You know, what is interesting is my next question was, how are you able to overcome any obstacles that were in your way? And you just, uh, you you mentioned that. And that was the same with me. I, I saw my parents um, go through things. You know, my dad worked in a, in a steel mill, and then he, he also had part-time a landscape business. Then he got sick, and long story short, uh, there was a couple years that, you know, he didn't work, but I didn't feel it, Sharifa. I didn't feel it. You know, we had seven mouths to feed here. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but my, I would say my dad knew how to make a up. My mom knew how to stretch it, and uh, then he got back <laughs> on it. He got back on his feet, and, uh, you know, and, and, and things were good. I, I had an incredibly blessed life, and that's what we try to do uh, for, for our daughter as well. Um, but, uh, you know what, we're going to talk about your books and, and how you got into that world. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe hearing and allergy care center, Dom's pizzeria and sports bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania Call Dom at 412-372-3667 and criminal defense attorney, Eric Jackson, Lori with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox chapel. Call Eric at 412 412- 963-9308 and a quick plug for my book uh, lead from the heart up not the neck up how to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office it's on sale now at barnes and noble and robinson township uh, my website claudiorelsano.com amazon.com john melvin publishing.com uh, we were right back with sharifa hardy Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Sharifa, now we talked about uh, you writing some books, which I did not know. Uh, number one, why did you write these two books? And tell us uh, about each book. Well, one of the well, 
before we start talking about the books, I just want to go back to the whole Ask Sharifa brand. That started over the years when I built my first website. People would come to me and they would say, Sharifa, I want you to build my website. Then I started marketing my websites, and people would say, well, Sharifa, I want you to market my website. And so people began to ask me questions, and it would become Ask Sharifa, Ask Sharifa, Ask Sharifa. Okay, got it, got it. And so instead of just answering all these questions, I said, okay, let me write a book about it. And I also saw that there were many people who had a misconception of what being an entrepreneur was. And, and it would really just irritate me when people would say, oh, I must be an entrepreneur because I hate my boss. Oh, I must be an entrepreneur because I don't like to work. And I'm like, no, entrepreneurs have more are free time. completely <laughs> right. And that's what they see and that's what they picture. But entrepreneurs are the hardest working people ever. They're the people who are not watching the clock. They're not punching the clock. Those are the people who are doing, doing it more of a calling because it's their passion for the love of it. That that's what I wanted to bring to people, but also I wanted to give them the steps and different ways that they could be successful at being an entrepreneur. So that's why I started the book or launched the book, Science You Might Be an Entrepreneur, How to Discover the Entrepreneur in You. And then my ebook is the combined information on what a person needs to know in order to be successful with online marketing. You know, saying talking about that, about people, the misconception, I was offered a position with this particular company and I was flattered that they wanted me to you know to, to, to be a part of it and I said sure okay it was in the marketing aspect of it and then they said okay you have to be here Monday at eight and then we'll be done around three I said damn yeah because I'm not used to putting in I'm not used to having to be there at eight and I'm never done at three I'm done sometimes at four or five six sometimes I start at ten sometimes I start at seven you know, but it's it's like a different mindset, Sharifa, because it's whenever I want to start it. You know what I'm trying to say? You do have that luxury yeah. kind of. And then uh, I'll work at 10 o'clock at night. I'll work at uh, midnight sometimes, you know. But um, I like when I coach, obviously I have games. The game starts at 1 and it'd probably be over with two games at 7. So I'm good with that. We have practice, let's say, at 6 and it's over at 8.30. I'm good with that. The landscape business, I don't want to say I can go when I want, but I can go when I want. Um, there's a lot of perks. I tell my daughter all the time, there's a lot of perks to having your own business slash businesses. Um, but it's not, you know, all the bricks are on your shoulders. Like I always tell my wife too, and I'm sure you, you probably think this too. I won't know how much I made until December 31st, you know, um, because you don't know. I mean, uh, if, if the clients dry up, you're not going to make as much, you know, you, you don't have that that number, you know, you got to keep chasing, you got to keep chasing. Then, okay, so you're happy with the number on December 31st, and then it starts all over again, January 1st. You know, do, do you kind of get that same feeling, mindset? I hear what you're saying on the feeling and the mindset, and I can see it, but I look at it a different way. I don't look at it how much money I made on December 31st. I think what most people don't understand is that it fluctuates throughout the year. And that's one of the reasons why I've been divorced so many times is because it's very hard for other people, especially people who are used to being nine to five. I used to always tell people, nothing says I love you like direct deposit. Like direct there you deposit go. was like, that was my thing, you know? 
as long as the company had direct deposit, I'm good. I'm cool. But being an entrepreneur and you don't have that guaranteed set amount of money, and one month you may just, the world just opens up and the heavens pour down and you made more in one month than you've ever made in your life. But then the next four months, you you know, you're trying to maintain your clients or you're trying to find new clients. You're like, why am I doing this? So it fluctuates. And then, like you said, at the end of the year, you can look and say, okay, well, this is exactly how much I made. But during the year, it can be touch and go. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for me, I always get that feeling. And, you know, you always worry. And and, uh, even my players joke to this day, they say, coach, you always worry about uh, your job. You've been here 15 years, you know, uh, but still, you never know about anything. You know, I've like this past year, obviously with the, with the virus, you know, I, um, the lessons, I do a lot of training uh, for a couple of months that got shut down. So I have, I had other revenues of income coming in like you. Uh, we, again, we didn't put our eggs in one basket, but for me, like I said, uh, December 31st, I, I do my numbers throughout the year. So I constantly know what I have and what, I, you know, uh, and I always push for more, but, um, I'm sure you remember the, uh, the, the singer from kiss, uh, Gene Simmons, he, he, you know, he grew up with not a lot at all, but he, he remembers when he showed his mother a check for $10 million. And so he shows it to her. He says, look, ma, $10 million. And she said, that's wonderful. That's wonderful, Gene. And she said, what's next? You know, and that's the way I am. I always keep pushing. But uh, yeah, as soon as December 31st, I, I kind of say, thank God I was able to make what I made and we're good. And then it starts all over again, uh, January 1st. You know, that's kind of my mindset with things. But and we also talk about your podcasting career. Um, why did you begin that uh, avenue of work? Well, I started my first show, Ask Sharifa Radio, in 2009. I did it for two different reasons. Number one, I was focused on website design and online marketing. And so I went to the Los Angeles Convention Center, and I didn't have a booth, and I didn't have all this marketing collateral. And I'm walking around trying to tell people, I can build your website. I can do your online marketing. And people were looking at me as if I had three eyes, and <laughs> they, they didn't want to talk to me at all. And then I was like, okay. I had so then I had so many people who were at, constantly asking me questions. So I said, I'm going to launch a radio show, and people can call in and can ask me questions about online marketing, SEO, SEM, PPC, social media marketing, all at one time. And I started doing that. And then I went back to the convention center. And I just started walking around talking to people. And instead of going at it from the approach that I'm trying to sell them a, a service, I just started telling people, you know, I just launched this new radio show. It's called Ask Sharifa Radio. And I talked to entrepreneurs and business owners about their products and their services. And people were lined up to speak to me. It's the same person, you know, nothing's different. I didn't have a camera crew or equipment. It was just the idea of now your media, and it's the outlet for people to get their product or their service out there. And so from 2009 until 2021, I've hosted probably about seven or probably close to 10 or 11 shows at this point, but I really fell in love with the Roundtable Talk Show. That is my baby that launched the other shows. 
And I always tell people the the background on the show is that I ran for Long Beach City Council, and I just love this idea of different people giving their view. And so they wouldn't give me city council, so I took the roundtable. But I wanted to have a platform where multiple people come together and have a discussion on trends and what's going on in the world in an organic conversation because most – if you watch a Zoom or a a talk show – most of those shows are geared around a certain topic. So if, if everybody's a plumber, you're going to have five plumbers on the show. If right. everybody's an engineer, you're going to have the engineers. Now, this show is about health. And I said, you know what? Let's just throw five random strangers yeah. in a Zoom, broadcast it live, and see what happens. And February 3rd, we'll make the 200th episode. 200 episodes wow. down. I'm loving life. That's that's great. Congratulations to you. And and you do a great job. And you know, the thing I used to say years ago, uh, whenever I'd watch Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, j- just those two guys, let's just stick with those two guys. But they look like they didn't even try. And that's when you mm-hmm. know, that's when you know you have something great. Uh, you know, you know that they're good, right? And like with you, when I was on your show, you made it seem like nothing. You know, and, and that's like I, I was just on your show. Like it took really a couple minutes and I knew I said, oh, this girl's good at this. And I'll tell you something else that mm-hmm. stuck with me. And, and I write down I'm a big quote guy um, growing up. If I if I dropped a pencil, my parents gave me a saying that was always an Italian saying it. By, right. So I, on my phone, I have a, and even in my office here, I have a f- several frames um, of, of you know, eight by tens of quotes that, that different uh, people say. And but I also put some on my phone and something that you said was similar to what I've always said, that if uh, if nobody invites you to a party, start your own. And then I, I like and I may be paraphrasing here, but maybe not when you said that um, when you ran for Long Beach City Council, they didn't give you a platform. So you created your own. And when yeah. you said when you said that, it, it just really attracted me to you because that much more because. That's the way I am. Whereas a lot of people, and I'm sure you may agree with it, when they get punched like that, when they are told no, they accept it, and that's it. You know, you didn't. And that's a great quote. They didn't give me a platform, so I created my own. Tell us about that uh, situation. That was the Long Beach City Council. When I was going through the election, I just enjoyed the campaign process. And one of the things that I learned and one of the reasons why I'm running for Senate again is I love campaigning. And what I found out about campaigning in um, public office is that most people, most organizations, most businesses want to become or at least appear impartial. So they don't speak to just one candidate, any one candidate alone. So they have to speak to all of the candidates, no matter who they quote unquote like or prefer or anything. And so I realized that they had to talk to me, whether they liked it or not, they had (laughs) to talk to me. And so I I love just having this platform where I have a voice to say whatever it is that I wanted to say and the world had to hear it. And so when in March of 2020, when I didn't win that election, I was like, you know what, I have to have this in some form or fashion. And I have also began to see that you have to work together. That's a really what I'm getting to. You know, in my life, I'll be 45 on the 31st of March. I'm having a huge party. I hope to see you there. It's going to be on Zoom, so no excuses. I'll be there. You but, tell me. Remind me. I'll be there. Yes. I'll, I'll get you the information. 
But it's not just up to the president or the governor or the mayor or the city council people, Congress people, Senate people. It's all of us who have to come together and have a voice and talk about things. And that's really why I went from doing one-on-one interviews to saying, okay, let's have an organic roundtable discussion. And I knew that with social media, it was the one platform that they couldn't take from me. And no matter what was going on in the world, if I had an opinion on it, I can go to one of my talk shows and discuss it and and ask everyone's opinion on it. So I I just love hosting the show. So I was doing a roundtable talk show and then the George Floyd tragedy hit, and the world went into uprise, and people wanted to talk about it. And so I felt awkward discussing Black Lives Matter and racism with guests who might just want to, you know, offer their product. They might just want to sell their pudding and not want to sure. discuss, you know, police brutality. And so I created Face to Face Talk Show, which is about what's going on in America. And that show, I loved just as much because it's more of an unfiltered talk show. It's one of those you cannot be sensitive to come on face-to-face talk show because we're talking about Trump. We're talking about Biden. We're talking about Black Lives Matter. We're talking about reparations. We're having the conversations that they used to say you never have in mixed company. And we're like, no, let's mix up the company and have this discussion. So it's it's a really interesting show. Well, and, and it's, and again, you do a fantastic job of it, and it's not easy, uh, for sure. So I congratulate no. you for sure. But you make it look easy. But uh, on Thank that note, you. we're going to take another quick commercial break here from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, and Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson Laurie, with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh in Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308, and don't forget my new book. Uh, lead from the heart up, not the neck up. How to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office. Uh, you can get at, you can get the book at uh, ClaudioRelsano.com, my website, Amazon.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, BarnesNoble.com, and the Barnes Noble and Robinson Township uh, will have it available again soon. And uh, Sookley Penguin Bookstore. So uh, make sure you check it out. Um, and, and real quick, Sharifa, tell them about your books too, where they can get it on AskSharifa.com. Everything's available on AskSharifa.com. Got it. We'll be right back with Sharifa Hardy. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 
502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Sharifa, before we go into what you're looking to do next, um, this is a sports show, we got, so we got to put a little sports into it. Uh, are you a sports fan at all? Who do you like? What do you like? I'm not necessarily a sports fan. I don't watch sports per se because I'm a workaholic who works way right. too much. I tell people my, my um, television is hooked up to my cell phone because whenever <laughs> I turn on the television, the phone rings. So it's hard for me to watch games, but I'm in Los Angeles. So if I didn't say the Lakers, people would kill me. So I love that. But I'll, can I go back to – well, no. I want to talk to, about sports. I use the expression a Hail Mary pass when I'm working with my clients because so many people come to me and they have no marketing budget. They have no idea what they're going to do. And I'm like, okay, so basically you need a Hail Mary pass in order to make this business successful. So I like to get people more – stable and concrete when trying to build their business. But I wanted to go back to something real quick. When you said I make it look easy. I think so many people make things hard. That's Uh, my philosophy. They just make it so hard and they don't, it doesn't have to be this hard. Now I know in your lifetime, you have gone to some networking events, right? I know you have, everyone has at some, some, some time, but usually if your networking event starts at 1 PM, and you just so happen to get there at 1240. And there are about, say, five or six people sitting around waiting for the event to start. What do we typically do? We introduce ourselves. Right, like, right. hi, I'm Sharifa Hardy. You know, I'm a talk show host. And we kind of give that little two-minute spiel. So right. that's really what my talk shows are, just having that conversation and bringing everything back to who are you and what do you do? You know, it's crazy you said that because I tell my team all the time, make the routine play routine. Don't make it harder than it has to be. I tell my daughter all the time, <clears throat> uh, I, I say, life is hard enough as it is. Don't make it harder. Then uh, something that I won't go into it too deep, but like the art of teaching hitting, and it is an art, hitting the way it's being taught anymore, Sharifa, is I'm 56. I was very lucky, very blessed to grow up in a great era of baseball with great coaches and, and really great players. Now, the way hitting is being taught is awful. They get so technical and so this and so they make it. It's already hard. And you're making it a hell of a lot harder with the way you're telling these guys to hit, you know, hit the lower half of the ball. And hell, it's hard to hit the ball, period, let alone hit the lower half of the ball. But people tend to make things harder than what it has to be. So I'm with you there a thousand percent. But um, we we talked a little bit about you running for state Senate in 2024. That's an unbelievable uh, goal. I give you a ton of credit for that. Tell us a little bit about that chase that goal and uh go ahead tell us about that yes that's my new vision my new goal senate for california in 2024 but one of the things that i've learned is that to me is if people say i don't do politics i'm not into politics but if you say that then you're not understanding that politics is people everything we do is politics every action that we take as human beings is all politics 
politics because it's how we deal with each other, how we relate to everybody. And so my focus is making it possible for us to relate in a way that's better. My focus is on creating jobs, which is important to me after being laid off eight times, homelessness, eradicating homelessness, because I feel like most Americans are about one paycheck, one accident, one unexpected emergency away from being homeless. And diversity, equity, and inclusion, those are my main priorities, and I'm just so excited to see Biden and to see Kamala Harris step into office as the first woman, African-American and Asian. It's just exciting. It's an exciting time to be alive. And so that's why I decided, okay, let's take another step. Let's run for Senate and be a part of the change that I want to see in the world. What do you think is harder? Now, you have so many different things that you've done and are doing. Is there something that's harder for you to succeed in? Is the podcast? Is it writing the book? Is it running for office, which you've done before? Um, starting the websites? Or what is something you say, damn, this is going to be a task? <laughs> I, you know, I want to answer that question without any ego, right? But I don't look at anything in my life as hard. Because if you're looking at it as, as hard, you're looking at it as work. I don't look at life as work. I look at life as fun, as a journey, as something that I want to do that I'm passionate about. And one of the things I learned from running from city council is there is no loss. You do not lose. I go to meetings now and I'm sitting there with the chief of police or the district attorney in Long Beach. And they're like, hey, Sharifa, I haven't met you, but I heard your name. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's kind of scary. You know what I mean? But it's getting out there, meeting people. So you don't lose. You just, everything's a win. People some too often focus on the goal. Okay, well, if I didn't win that marathon or go all the way in that marathon, then I've lost. Okay, maybe you plan to do a 10-mile run, a 10K. Maybe, for whatever reason, you were only able to do 9K, 3K. But what did you do mentally, physically, spiritually to even get in shape or to make yourself a better person So you know for that race? So I, I just like to focus on the journey and not as much on the goal. That's a great line. And <clears throat> when you said that, a couple of things came to mind. Number one, Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, used to say, I only have great days and good days. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have bad days. I like that line. Then something else, I, I have to make a confession. I do, whenever I say, whenever I have a game, coaching or scouting or uh, training with my lessons or anything with baseball, anything to do with the podcast, or if I'm doing promotion for the book or speaking for the book or speaking engagement or whatever, all the things that I do, I never have once said that I'm going to work. Never. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> I also own a landscaping business. Now that, then I will say, I'll tell my wife and my daughter, Hey, I'm going to work because doing a podcast or, or coaching. And, and it's a lot of, hey, at, at the end of a game, Sharifa, I am so drained. Uh, my players one time said, coach, we, we got to put a, a thing on you to see how many miles you walk pace during a game. <laughs> and I, during a double header, I think I did seven to nine miles okay of pacing and uh, because I, and i'm totally drained like at the end of the, like before at the end of a game i'll tell my wife okay we'll go to dinner she said no you won't i said yeah we're gonna go to dinner and i'm just like done i'm just toasted but but i don't consider it work right um i, I enjoy it the landscaping you know i always threaten to, to get rid of it and to sell it but i, I <laughs> my dad's my dad started it years ago and I, I i i keep i kept it thank god i did 
but now that's work. But uh, but I, I, I it's not too bad. But I, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, you know, before we go to our, uh, our our Eric Jackson, Lori, final words, something that I'm going to ask you, and you don't have to tell me the um, the name or any. You don't have to give me too much of a specific story. But this kind of came up today. And this wasn't a question I was going to ask you, but just kind of came up today. Um, As I mentioned, I had uh, race car legend Mario Andretti on my show uh, recently. And I've had a lot of great guests on my show that you, just like with the show with you today, I mean, it it was easy. I ask you a question and you just run with it, right? But I saw some different interviews on TV the past two weeks where – you know, uh, the reporter asked, well, it, it was Charles Barkley, who I, I like Charles Barkley, but I believe he asked Kevin Durant a question and Kevin Durant really didn't give him a very long answer. And it was like a short, quick answer. And that was it. And Barkley didn't particularly appreciate that. But did you ever have a guest on your show? And I have not had it yet. And I hope I never do. But did you ever have a guest on your show? And hopefully you won't say it's me. But did you ever have a guest on your show that you asked a question and you were hoping that you got a nice, I won't say long answer, but a fulfilling answer, but you got like two words? Did that, that ever happen to you? No. Okay, good. Just, like you just no, did to it, me. It hasn't no. happened to me. No, I, I, just, I was teasing you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just wanted to give you that short answer. But this, is, this answer is strictly and solely for any new podcasters who are just starting out? Because that's a really excellent question. Thank you for asking. So this is the advice that I would give. You, Great answer, too, when you, you said no. Yes. No, but it's your show. That's what most people forget. It's your show. And so if you you are getting a certain response, it's because of how you are asking the question. So you have to create an environment when a person who wants wants to talk. So like Ask Sharifa Videocast, my, my videocast show where, where I do the one-on-one interview, I, I start off by telling people, first of all, I try to create an atmosphere where they feel comfortable, where they feel like talking, and they know that they can ramble or babble or do anything there. But I always tell them, look, when I do a one-on-one interview, it varies. It can go anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes. That all depends on how much you talk. Now, if you answer me in yes or no answers, your interview is going to be about 28 minutes. If that. If we're having, you know what I mean? If we're having a good conversation, then it can be longer. But it all depends on you. And this is what I'm telling them before I even start the show, because so many people, especially the people that I interview, because I don't interview a lot of people who are on on some of your guest level, you know, the type of people who've been interviewing since they were two. Most of these entrepreneurs have never had a one-on-one interview. They've never been able to tell their story. So they don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it. And so because they're nervous, they just want to go, yes, no, yes, no. And so I'll say, don't feel like you're rambling. Don't feel like you're babbling. Just tell your story. And then all of them say, they say, Sharifa, but I don't know if I could talk that long. And I say, believe me, I got this. I'll get us through this show. (laughs) And then 45 minutes later when I'm like, that's the show. Thank you for joining us. They're like, oh, my God, it felt like five minutes. Because I always ask this question. Do you have any good friends? 
You're asking me? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. But have you ever called your good friend and you're talking to your good friend and then you look at your phone and both of you guys look at your phone and like, oh, my God, we've been on the phone for two hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like this it's conversation same, with us, it's gone quick. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. yeah. It's the same principle. When you enjoy the conversation and you're just talking and stories come to you and information, all of a sudden time flies because time flies when you're having fun. You know, I um, had a former Steeler on, Robin Cole, and uh, he was born in Compton. So, and he's, Robin's a, a, just an unbelievable guy, another big time entrepreneur. Uh, but anyway, so I said, Robin, tell me how it was growing up in Compton when you did. And, and I believe it was in the 60s. And I had all these questions. And as he's talking, okay, he, I'm checking them off checking him off. And I, I barely said two words. I mean, he just ran with it. He was fantastic, you know, and, and he covered everything. Jerry Cooney, I mentioned Jerry Cooney, uh, the, the, uh, the boxing icon. He's another one. I said, Jerry, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It's a thrill for me. And he said, Claudio, it's great to be on. You know, I had it tough. And then he just went on. He was fantastic. <laughs> so I, I've been lucky um, that, uh, you know, that, that, that to have great people on, great guests. And, and it makes my job, your job easy. But at the same time, like, like with you, like what you said, uh, you, first of all, you ask great questions, but you also care about what's being said. Okay, I've I've done interviews where people would say, you know, you know tell us about your parents, and I'm, I get very emotional when I talk about my parents, and and the response was nothing, like moved on to something else, like he didn't hear a word I said, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, but like I said, you do a great job, and and uh, and I just wanted to ask you that question because that topic came up uh, a couple times today, but um, uh, and, but that's and I'm because looking... I'm naturally nosy. That's what I tell people. I'm inquisitive. <laughs> I'm curious. And so I have five guests a day, five shows per yeah, week, yeah. five shows per week. I meet 25 new people a week. But the thing is, most of those people always want a pre-show call. And I feel bad and I feel rude, you know, and I try to, you know, tell them politely that I, that because it's so many people, I can't do a lot of pre-show right. uh, calls. But also the most important thing that it affects my natural inquisitiveness. You know, I love to hear stories. I'm one of those people who could sit around for hours and listen to people's stories. And usually as they start to talk, they'll go back down memory lane and this happened and that happened. And my papa said this and then granddaddy said that. And then my mama loved to cook. And it's like you're caught up in this story. And I love what I do. I just love to learn because then when I get information, I could call other people, people and tell them what I learned on the show. Yeah, excellent point. You know, when I first started this, um, somebody told me to do pre-interviews and I've done a few. Okay. I mean, the people at pre-interviewed me. Um, and I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm prepared, you know, I do my homework. I, most of the people I'd say, you know, 95% of the people I've had on my show, I know, I know more about them than they do. So it doesn't take a lot of homework, but, um, but I also wanted to keep it fresh. And I'm sure you remember Dean Martin, the, the singer, the yeah. actor and all that stuff. Well, he used to, when he would record an album, back then it was called an album, but uh, he would come the day of the recording, record, and he'd get the hell out of the studio. 
and he'd go play golf. Mm-hmm. They said he would, and, and he had a show, the Dean Martin show, which was, which was a very popular show in the seventies. And he had something called the Dean Martin roast with they, which they had legends, you know, on, on the uh, dais there. But they said he would never come to rehearsal. Everybody was there, but him. And this way, when he showed up, it was natural. It wasn't fake. It wasn't scripted. It was, and that, that's one of the pet peeves I have with, and I'm, I'm again dating my age. I says I'm 56, but the shows that I watched growing up, they were natural. They were funny. Now, no offense to the actors and actresses, but I, you kind of think that they're acting. You know, what I'm trying to say. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not natural. Because so many things are scripted. Scripted, yeah, yeah, but uh, but now you, you do a great, a great job, and like I said, but it's I, a I talent, it's a gift, you know. It, it's not just me, but I think it's a talent and a gift to be a listener, somebody who can truly listen and, and hear somebody's story, and that's what I love to do. I just love to listen to people's stories, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we have something here called the Eric Jackson Lori Final Word. Eric Jackson Lori, criminal defense attorney, uh, with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh in Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. Sharifa, tell everybody where, again, your website, your show information, uh, some of the things that you offer on that website. Uh, it's all yours. Yes, AskSharifa.com. I can help with either creating your own talk show, which is what I'm really passionate about these days, is helping people who want to become talk show hosts, or they can view one of my talk talk shows. We just added two new talk shows to the platform that I'm excited about. The Winner's Journey podcast is on the platform, as well as Conversations with Chan. So we're looking for more talk shows, more talk show hosts, but also for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to share their story. And there's nobody better to go to than Sharifa. She's not only good at what she does, but she's a nice, nice person too. And I, I wish you all the best in everything that you do, but I don't think you need any wishing. Uh, you're doing a great job and you're nowhere near done uh, accomplishing that. That's for sure. And I, I appreciate you and I'm looking forward to being on your show again. And uh, thank you for being on our show. You are so welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. Uh, make sure that you uh, check out her website and listen to Sharifa's show. You'll get a lot out of it for sure. Uh, as always, want to thank our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. Criminal Defense Attorney Eric jackson Lurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412 412- 963-9308. And don't forget my new book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get it on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com. And you can purchase the book at Barnes & Noble in Robinson uh, Township and also Swickley Penguin Bookstore. I believe they still have it. Hopefully they don't have any copies there at all. That means they sold it. That's good. Um, and as always, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And as always, thank Rick Mitchell and Adam Zalouf. And again, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com.
Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's, the hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lorry are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lorry are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. 